You're listening to The Dating Zone on jewishcoffeehouse.com. I'm Mickey Lavenpel, marriage therapist and relationship coach. I'm Molly Livingstone, comedian who's kind of doing a shimmy because I think I'm Lady Gaga. And today <laughs> on our show, stop laughing at me, we have Maya. Maya, thank you for joining us in studio. Thank you for having me. Okay, well, you say that now. Um, <laughs> We're talking about... There's this thing that I've noticed, and you're one of like the people I talk to a lot mm-hmm. um, in terms of dating, women who say, oh, I'm doing everything right. I'm out there. I'm working on it. I talk to people even if I don't necessarily want to. I give them chances. And they suck. They're weird. There's something wrong with them. It's really not me. That's kind of where you're at? Uh, I hate to say <laughs> yes, but yes. And so... We're bringing Mickey into this because, Mickey, is it true? Is is Maya right? Is there nothing wrong? It's not that there's nothing wrong with no, you. No, I don't Obviously, think there's nothing wrong with me. But I, think a I lot take of women, care of what's wrong with me. Or I try to take care of what's wrong with me. And you're honest about it. You're, you're putting it out so, there like, I know that I have these faults. But yeah. when it comes to guys, it's like they're off. There's something off about them. They don't write you back. They don't follow through. I think there's no like dating at the base of it is human interaction so I feel like that's what I'm missing when I get to know a guy or something that it's dating games and like rules when at the end of the day it's just like to be a mensch and just be a good human and like be beseder with that person that's across from you so if Molly saying things like responding to messages setting dates whatever it is I try not to take it personally because a lot of the times it's not about me. The person doesn't know me yet. But I do find those interactions frustrating. When you speak to someone, someone tries setting you up, let's say, and then you speak on the phone, 20-minute conversation, and then the guy's like, okay, so do you want to meet up? And you're like, sure. And then they're like, okay, so like, let's talk Monday, Tuesday. And you're like, why? It's Friday. Why don't we just set a time? Or like, and then they don't get back to you And then they don't get back to you. And then, well. and this is a guy where, because I heard this story, mm-hmm. where <laughs> she didn't even want to really follow up, but she felt, come on, Maya, you know, let me put myself out there. Let me try it. Let me, you know, I owe it to myself, to this guy. And you follow through. And then Monday, Tuesday comes around and he doesn't respond. And then it was by Tuesday or by Wednesday. What, Tuesday night. That he responds that it's not going to work out for him. He didn't feel it. But don't worry. You're, you're good great. looking. You're good looking and you sound great. And then wrote the wrong name, her wrong name. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh. It's like he wrote, yeah. He's like, okay, oh. well, wait, wait, wait. Let's so just, human in- let's interaction fails. Let's just put this into context for a minute here. How often does that happen to you? Well, the last three guys I've dated, I've had like uncomfortable interactions like this. Like I almost anticipate it, which I don't like. No, mm, no, no. I wonder if you're putting push. that out there. By the way. No, like I'm, I'm aware that it could be. And then when it doesn't happen, I'm pleasantly surprised, which is silly because I give them yeah. points for being normal. Like, <laughs> like you want to protect up. yourself. Exactly. Naturally. So exactly. You're thinking, and they're oh, all from different him. ways. Like you've dated a guy that you met in real life. Right. You've dated a guy through a friend. Uh-huh. You've dated a guy that wrote, reached out to you via through social Facebook. media. Yeah, yeah I do everything. I really... You're out there. I'm out there and I'm open to saying that. Like I'm not... How do you... Tell me this. How do you meet guys in real life? Um, I have a lot of guy friends. If I go traveling, um, I try to put myself out there. I read this book about like 
just, you know, going for coffee, doing little things that aren't like huge things, mm-hmm. um, being friendly, making mm-hmm. new friends that are girls, so whatever like it is. like parties and stuff? Like that um, sort of thing, I don't go or? to a lot of parties, but yeah. like events. Events. Um, not different dating stuff. events specifically. Just um, different stuff, networking stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like even walking around WeWork, meeting new people. Oh, that's whatever great. Whatever it is. Like WeWork's I, a great way to meet new people. I they're tell. doing yeah. a speed dating here. Oh, awesome. But then most of the people are like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Like, I've done speed dating. No, but we Look, work, she's just done walk done outside. There's a pile of yeah, people. Yeah, but, but here's her problem. She's done it all, and she's still here, and she's still single, and she's frustrated, and the human interaction's at a very low bar. Mm-hmm. What was it? We said we were talking off the radio, and we can bring it now on. You were saying, look, I have certain things that I'm looking for. And you yeah. said emotional intelligence. Can, you know, can they have a conversation? That's a pretty low bar yeah. if we were doing limbo you know like do you know how to respond with hello yeah when i say hi yeah can, <laughs> can your eyes make gosh. contact with mine yeah. you're in where yeah. i well, the other date. thing you said is you're dating mostly israeli men no i've dated a lot i've dated israeli and anglo and through my dating i've come yeah i feel more at home with israelis uh, okay. i feel it That's feels foreign to me Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> feels yeah. foreign to me to date an Anglo. Um, okay, like I've dated people like me who've grown up here. Um, I've dated Anglo's that have made Aliyah on their own, not just Americans, mm-hmm. like Europeans. I've dated that as well. Well, look, let's just throw out those guys who are not responders, like they're just jerks, and forget about them. And we're glad we never started with them in the first place. You didn't have an opportunity to waste any time with mm-hmm. them. But what happens with the guys that you actually do meet, that you actually do go out on dates with? What's mm-hmm. happening there? I don't know. Every relationship is different, but I really, I really give things a chance. I think my last two serious relationships were one was with a widower with three children, and the last one was a divorcee with a child. I'm so sorry, Um, but that's true. Both were Anglo, so I don't want anyone shooting at me that I don't date Anglos. Um, There's anything wrong with that? No, nothing. I don't know. I feel like it hits a wall where like. I don't know, I was saying to a friend the other day that I think in relationships there are these steps, you know, like meeting the friend is a step. It's fake steps, but it's steps. No, so meeting those the family, fake steps. Those are steps. going out, okay. And I feel like every time there's a step, I anticipate something isn't like stable and it's just gonna kind of crumble. And I'm usually the one to bring it up. Like I'm the one to talk about things. Is this like, like a self-fulfilling prophecy uh, of like, yeah. it's gonna not work out? No, I don't think it's not going to, but a conversation usually happens when there's something that you're feeling that isn't clicked. But you're not, I guess, but you're coming at it like, let's have this conversation so that we can put it out there that this isn't working. No, not that it's not working, but like, I just want to ask you because this is what I'm feeling. So how are you feeling about this? But it's interesting because normally when people go to those next steps, they're positive. Like it's the next, you know, getting closer, more intimate, seeing a future. And you're saying it's actually like, oh, we have this next step. Let's talk about how that's not working. No, no. I think it's a trigger. Like you'll say you meet my friends and I meet yours and then I feel they pull away. You feel them pulling away. Yeah. And then I bring it up. But that's and weird because just to add, like, I have a friend. Life is weird. <laughs> I have a friend who just met with her boyfriend's siblings and it was a really big deal. And she said it's really, it was, it was really tough because no one had ever brought anyone back. And she felt this tug of war of where they don't get to see him very often because they're in the States. So it's like everyone's spread out. And she felt this weird 
And then she wrote me and we just had the most romantic moment and he said, I love you for the first time. So it's not, oh, here's this like trigger and now things aren't working. It was quite the opposite. It was like a challenge that brought them even closer together Mm -hmm. where they were more vulnerable. Well, that's ideal. I think that's the ideal situation. But you're saying that's not happening. But see, I'm wondering whether that is what's happening because oftentimes when people are moving to the next level, there Mm -hmm. is that discomfort that comes up. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember when Gabby, my husband, proposed to me and he was silent for a day afterwards because I think he was (laughs) shell-shocked. He was like, oh my God, I'm going to marry this After the marriage, they didn't talk for a week. It was really weird. No, no, no. He got over it. He was okay. But like, I think that it's just this shock. Like some people, I mean, like I'm being more of an extrovert, so I like talk things through a lot more, whereas my husband's more of an introvert. So he just goes into his shell when he's feeling a little bit scared or whatever. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a matter of acknowledging how you feel. So Mm I'm wondering whether the way that you're positioning it, like, oh, I, it feels like something's happening, is like then planting a seed of doubt in their minds. Yeah. Where it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. It could just be like, oh, wow, you know, we just met our family. How was that for you? Rather than saying, mm, I'm getting bum, this bum, weird feeling. Yeah. This is bad. I feel like there's a little self sabotage. Sorry. If you're saying I, that, I disagree. Happening. No, I oh, disagree of because you would, I would, I think. <laughs> I mean, obviously I would. Look, if those conversations led to breakups, then that's... Like those two serious relationships that you just mentioned? Well, one of them ended it with a text after not speaking to me. Okay. It's like sex in the city. So I'm just saying, it's not... I really... But wait, just those two that you brought up? Mm Because it's always interesting to me what people decide to divulge. And both of those are really serious guys. A widow with three kids, you know Mm -hmm. he's committed. He has children so you know he's like solid in a lot of ways emotionally emotional intelligence and the second guy wasn't that was ultimately the problem no but that's what you went after no you these two guys that you brought up Mm -hmm. the other one is a divorce those were my two serious last relationships yeah okay so these were both people that you saw had already dated married solid Mm -hmm. stable which is another one of your kind of core values that Mm -hmm. you look for in guys she brought those two up and then those two fell apart and i think if i'm going on self-sabotage it's because you were scared like this could be real they've already done this they want to do this before we i know before we throw that on the relationship do you remember how how, do you remember come on molly Molly always give me a little rope here yeah yeah, go 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 for it do you remember how you were feeling when you were meeting the family or when you were oh we didn't even meet the family it ended even before that I'm saying it was baby steps before that it wasn't we met the family I didn't meet the children what was the thing that made you feel where was that trigger as you said yeah the trigger that led to a text yeah so with one of them I kind of said to them like we were at an event where one of them took me to like meet friends or whatever and then I kind of asked, what did I ask? I don't know how it came up. And then he said, well, I'm not sure about us. Mm. And then I said, okay, so what am I supposed to do with that? Like, and he's like, yeah, but I really care about you. And then it was just like, I, I don't know what you want me to do. So with I'm wondering that information. what happens for you is that when someone expresses doubt, and yeah. this, it, it kind of makes a lot of sense. When a person expresses doubt to you, mm-hmm. that makes you scared. So it does, and I think that the last conversation that we had, mm-hmm. um, I, I've learned to hold that. I've learned yeah. to be okay with that, and I think in the last time that that happened, I was willing to hold it, but I think this is where the emotional intelligence piece comes in, where the person has to own up that it's their confusion and be like, right. I'm confused, like, I need to work on this. And, like, you could be confused, but, like, I need you 
to, to be figure present. it out. Yeah, I need you to figure it out because that, that's pretty high emotional intelligence. I think most men will never get to uh, that low. Yeah, like, well, I'm wondering. Listen, I can't even expect I'm that from my husband. And and I've been married. For, I'm sorry, but can you? There's a lot of things I think in our own relationships would, that teach us about ourselves yeah. what, that we don't own up to that we have to keep going forward sure. on. Yeah, mm, that's pretty high. Now the limbo yeah. bar just went whoop, whoop. like yeah. Um, <laughs> what would you give look, her as I homework? Think I think I would rather than when, when the the doubt stuff mm-hmm. comes up. I think really go into what happens for you when that mm-hmm. fear of rejection comes up, mm-hmm. and consider like what what is that you're then doing with that when someone suggests that they feel doubtful because that's really an opportunity. It's a real turning point. Mm-hmm. It can go this way, it can go that way. Mm-hmm. So that's where turning point is. So, <laughs> so, that's, it. so that's like where you could really say, hey, let's let's talk this through or, you know, let's try to fig- figure mm-hmm. this out together. Let's mm-hmm. both be scared together mm-hmm. because most people are scared. Let's let's be honest. People are scared of being in a relationship. People are scared of being Commitment. not in a relationship. Yeah. There's so much fear going on at every stage of the game. And so the question is, can you hold on to that fear and help the other person with it rather than just saying, this is your fear, you're dealing with it, it's your job? No, you can, but I think they do have to own up to it a little bit. I could be like, I could be patient, we could figure it out. If we have a good time, let's just keep seeing each other. You're talking so many steps ahead. If we're looking to ending this episode and giving her advice and homework, and she was saying, I'm pretty much doing everything right and I'm still not meeting the right person. So what's your homework for her to go out out and find this? better person. person. I think firstly, I think you got to have sort of an avatar. The way you know marketing, they say you have to have this avatar. I think you have to have a dating avatar in your brain and really think about what are the key things that this guy needs to have and then tell everybody that this is what you're going for so that everybody's clear that this is what you really need. That'll help you, I think, like really identify that and attract that person. And when you feel also that sense of Magiali, I'm entitled to this. Mm-hmm. I think you'll find that you're so attracting not that to person. go for every guy, not to like Absolutely. put yourself on yeah. social media and Facebook. You know, the, this guy messages you. Not date you. everything with pants. Mm-hmm. You've got to really make be clear with yourself mm-hmm. about what you really need and be much more discerning. I think you've got to be more picky, not less. Mm-hmm. I mean, not picky to the point of no, oh, well, he's wearing a pink shirt and I don't like pink, but you know, something. But being real about it, and I think you know how to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to hear about that okay. next time. So that's did yeah. you get that? Because you have to right come back now. on the show and tell us who you dated. Mm. I want to hear about it because okay. that's exciting for me. And if you feel like Maya, um, I know a lot of men and women out there are like relating very much to you and what we're talking about here. So we want to hear that. You can ask us questions. You can give advice. You can date Maya. You can write us. Why'd you roll your eyes? No. <laughs> you can date. Oh, now see, I said it again. Freudian slip? Not really. Okay, you can write us at thedatingzone at jewishcoffeehouse.com. And if you want Mickey's actual advice, not just my snark, you can write her at... You could find me on my website, Mickey Lavinpel, M-I-C-K-I-L-A-V-I-N-P-E-L-L.co.il. Oh my God, I'm so excited to see who you date next. Mm-hmm. Maya. I really <laughs> she was so silent that's how we're gonna end the <laughs> show on an awkward <laughs> silence awkward this silence. is another episode of the dating zone subscribe to this and other great podcasts at jewishcoffeehouse.com stitcher soundcloud and itunes and please go to itunes and rate and review us it will help us a lot